Alright, three, two, what? That's what she said. Alright, y'all. Yeah, that was a good one. That was good. I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. I'm the black man, black man, I'm sorry. I'm the black man, I'm black man, 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 Hey, bro, first of all, my mom and my sister said that when I was growing up. They said they found me in the trash can, so that triggered me just now, bro. I'm joking. Dad, bro. No, they really didn't say that, but they was joking. Are you good? I'm good, man. We got to talk about that eventually. Let's do a real introduction. It's my bad, y'all. Go ahead. What's good? I'm Street. Hello. I'm Elisha. Hi, guys. I'm Caleb Berry. Uh, I wasn't here last time because I was sick. I had the flu. The COVID. I didn't have COVID. Nah, it was the other virus. I had a whole, it's a whole bunch of stuff. He had that Omarion Plus, too. (sighs) Dun, 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 (laughs) touch. Had an icebox where my heart used to be. But anyway. But yeah, so this is Black Man Do Talk. We talk about overdue topics from a black man's perspective. And uh, last time, we kept avoiding this topic because... You wanted to talk about it so heavily. Yeah. What, so what? What exactly is on your mind? Yeah, so, intro the topic, bro. Intro so the topic. Me, I, I'll, I'll say it like this: I was so passionate about it just because of my own personal experience, and some of my personal experience doesn't necessarily go into the general. You know what I'm saying? So the Lord just kind of calmed me down. Uh, but it's about leadership in the church. You know what I'm saying? I think that's a, a extremely important topic for us to talk about. I think for the the people who are following leaders, they need to. There needs to be a better understanding of what leadership looks like, biblically, um, so they can hold those leaders accountable. Because there is no accountability when it concerns leaders. So we went from talking about Candace Owens to to single women being trash and dating, Christian singles, to now we talk about I mean, church leaders. Church. I mean, Christian yeah. women are trash at dating. So that's hey, well, based that, on what you said. Say that for another. No, no. Based, <laughs> off, based off the facts. That you... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't Cited. do that to the facts. That you just you just stated though the facts that you stated. Mm. Do you believe it's true? Do you believe as your king? Believes? Oh no, my gosh, <laughs> no, bro. I'm trying to say, bro, you trying to, how, you, how you gonna bash Candace Owens? But did, t- did tuck I bash? Did I bash? Did I you bash? said you're anti somebody. Oh yeah, I am anti Candace so Owens. Are you anti Candace Owens? But when it comes to Christian women, because that's not my perspective. I don't think that's my perspective. So what we talking about? D's Le- leadership in the church. Man. Uh, I, know. I was just saying we could come to it. I'm on bad. Sorry. Uh, no, I was just. I was, look. Golly. I'm the voice of reason. I'm trying to bring us. Are back. you? You are not the voice. We of are reason. in a bad place. You're not the voice. Of reason. We are far gone, sir. You're I the have the most reason. reasonable voice. So oh, we go for real. We did not all get on here because we were all reasonable. No, 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 no. <laughs> I didn't say I'm reasonable. I have a reasonable voice. People love my voice. Right, I'm gonna snatch that bandana okay. off your head. <laughs> right. What my voice is. I have a presentable voice. You just word stop word flipping stuff. <laughs> stop treating life like a battle rap. <laughs> I know, right? It's not this. Anyways, all right. So talk to me. Talk to me, Caleb. Uh, church leadership, and you don't like what you hate. You, you don't like the church. Why? What's you talking about? I don't like the church. No, I love the church. I am the church. I'm a part of the church. Oh, you're, you, you know are the saying? church. Yeah, and so are you. You know what I'm saying? As a believer yeah, okay. in, in Jesus Christ, you know. But now, I think I think one of the biggest issues that I've had concerns with church leadership 
um, is is the uh, the lack of accountability that's there. Um, and, and and as I've seen, what a lot. <laughs> and as I've oh seen, ho brother ho, he almost hit me. Oh, okay. He almost hit me. And as I've seen uh, in different churches from, and I'm talking like from the big ones to the small ones, um, there's a lot of cheating on wives. There's a lot of money embezzlement. Whoa, whoa, There's a lot whoa, of... Whoa, whoa, Hey, yo. Ho, ho, brother. Ho, whoa, whoa, whoa. Now, you got too much dip on your chip. Hey, we need the hey, yo on the soundboard. Hey, yo. <laughs> hey, yo. I'm just saying. Bing bong. There's, there's a lot... You can, wait, 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 wait. What's up? You, you can say it's happening, bro. Okay, I'm 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 so pro church, bro. A lot, hmm? a lot. Yeah. How do you quantify a lot? Um, the fact. Have that you been to a? Have you been? You can at, say enough. Like I ha- I've had enough. Like J Lo, but you talk about a lot. Yeah. So and this is also based. Does this on all right? Does this happen a lot? It's it's a lot. Yeah. You you hear about it? You hear about a lot too. But I've had conversations with other people. Who know these particular people too? Oh wow! And then I also see it on in, in, in the news. You know what I'm saying? So we got some of these major pastors that are like that's cheated. I feel sorry for Justin Bieber. All of his pastors that's been walking with him cheated on their wife. Yeah, they're yeah. they're human. You know what I'm saying? Also, shout out to the live studio audience we got in the background. Live studio, say what's up. I wasn't that enthusiastic. Was, was, yeah, <laughs> so glad to be here. Y'all, y'all got. <laughs> Y'all got two more times and we muting y'all, cutting y'all from the track. Oh, it's, that's right. It's like, hey, Justin Bieber's past his failures. Say what's up to the camera. Hey. Oh. Hey. Oh. That's, a, that's terrible timing. My bad. We introduced it. Hey, we still getting this podcast thing down, y'all. So give us some grace. You feel we me? We figured this thing out. We figured it out. You know what I'm saying? We gonna bring we, our we gonna bring our mics next time, so we don't got a red mic. We we got pull, our feedback. We pulled up to the podcast with no microphone. Look, <laughs> I forgot the mics in my house. Caleb forgot the other mic, but I brought an extra mic. You know what I'm saying? It's a uh, it's like one of them Call of Duty mics. That's what he got right now. So he using that. You too. gave this man an Xbox mic, Look. and you were upset when Look. it didn't sound good. That's what it sounded like. I was just all right. So back at it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it be dropping uh, again. So AO. one of the things you brought up was the fact. Hey, <laughs> Look, yo. somebody got to pull us in. Yeah. <laughs> hey yo, because one of the things you brought up was the fact that they're human. That's true. You know what I'm saying? We're all human. We're all sinful people. Uh, we all have our struggles and our tendencies and whatnot to sin. But I think also, not even but. It's just when you have that particular following, and then the scriptures even says too, it's just like, hey, uh, to those who want, I, I forgot exactly how it is verbatim, but like if you're trying to be a teacher, he said, hey, the weight on you is heavy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and there's, there's a teacher you get a high, judge at a higher standard. Yeah, Where's you get judged at a higher Where's standard. Uh, it's somewhere in the Bible. You can Google it. I think I don't want to speak out of turn. You know what I'm saying? Because it's, uh, it's a recording, and I don't want to make myself look bad. But yeah, you are you are judged at a, at a higher standard, and I think the accountability there, especially so, like even one of the, the the big celebrity pastors, I have some friends who know him, and when they talked about the James. accountability that was around him, there was none. You know what I'm saying? And I think when you get to a certain like when you get into these like leadership positions, people put you on this pedestal, and it's like, ah, oh, well, I know that sounds. They they said something wrong or they did something wrong, but because they're here, I'm not gonna really hold them. But here's 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 the thing, though, fam. Like, I think that's, um, I think that's not good. When you got the the uh, most recently a church in Houston, um, 
Pastor had to step down. Mm-hmm. If you ask what the system was around him, everyone confirmed, not only that the people around him confirmed, but also the congregation and his family. The way he spoke about accountability was like, yo, when I'm going to the hotel, I got people pulling up with me. Mm-hmm. I got congregation members or like my accountability members in the church checking my phone. Mm-hmm. I got like, it just goes to show if you want to do wrong, you'll find ways to do wrong around accountability or in the midst of accountability. Oh, facts. Yeah. So absolutely. So I do so- believe that accountability is something that not only is a standard and is required, but even if it's there, you know what I'm saying? Hunger get what hunger wants. Yeah. You know, and and if, if you if you ascribe to that hunger, it's nothing you that that somebody around you can necessarily do if they're not knowledgeable of what's happening. But and that, so yeah. I think it's the the aspect of what is privacy, what is secrecy. Mm-hmm. And I think those two concepts are concepts that uh should be foreign to the church. Like there there's not a single sin issue that I'm going through that my immediate accountability members should not have to know about. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because the moment you feel like this is my sin, I have to deal with this personally with me and God, the enemy is winning. Yeah. Because he's now convinced you and tricked you to thinking that you're the only one going through this and nobody else can empathize or sympathize with where your heart and, and your posture is right now. And so... I agree with that. I'm just saying like... But I'm just talking about one aspect of accountability too. Because you can't sure. have one or the other. You can't have just like... It's got to be both. Yeah, yeah you, you have to have both. You know, so, But I was just specifically talking about this particular one because I just, I constantly see that, you know? Um, I constantly see people seeing people, like leaders do wrong and they say not a thing, you know? Um, and then again, going back to what you said, what? And well, 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 I so, think that's like a PR said, said, thing, though. Well, like, so people are just bad at PR. Well, okay. And we, again, we talk about church leadership, too, because I'm just like, you can be in the pews all day and just be like a volunteer, but you can still hold the pastor accountable. So, so here's the thing, though, right? Because when you, when you say you see news clips and articles and IG stuff about pastors, you know, falling, whatever, I don't think, you know, I don't think he has a responsibility to you if you're not in his congregation so you know what i'm saying like if he falls and he messes up mm-hmm. just because a news outlet reports it does not mean he now has to apologize to the whole nation oh no yes he does yeah that, yeah bro, no 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 pu- pu- public me, public no 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 no, 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 nah, no bro no 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 but look but look, nah, but look bro. this is what i'm saying nah, like bro when he, you make yourself no 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 let me go ahead go ahead i'm saying like is he a pastor of the whole nation a pastor preacher so I'm saying, but that's what I'm saying. Like, who is he accountable to? We're talking about accountability. He's accountable to God. He's accountable. He's accountable to God. His community. And who is he accountable for? And that's that's, his, that's what I'm trying to say. So his community. Whoever is a listener. I'm about to say. And that's yeah. and that's but, the but, aspect of what it means but, to be. But, that's that's why teachers are held accountable because like you have people that follow your teaching and will make decisions based off of how you taught and what you taught. The example. And so he, for the people that have heard him. Okay. Exactly. And so for the people that have heard him, it's like yo. Now, being that you have now fallen, the first temptation in the human mind is to challenge the actual teaching itself and how much is valid based on who was teaching and how they were, you know what I'm saying, conducting themselves in the midst of knowing this knowledge okay, and giving so, it out. So what I was trying to say was, one, I think there's a we have to distinct who he is who he's pastoring, right? And who just gets news. Because I can find out about a pastor over IG. 
that I've never heard a sermon over. Is he now? But that's what I'm saying. Is he now accountable to me? What I'm, what, what I'm, I'm, so, I'm, so, I'm, not, I'm not saying they're accountable and, to it, but, but like, but that, but like but when, my, when you're talking about whether or not they should apologize to the public. I'm not. No, it, no, no, no. I, I said too. Said. I said, should he have to apologize to publicly to everybody? Not. I'm not talking about publicly to his church. That's that, that's that's a no brainer. I'm saying because he he was talking about you know pastors in the news like getting put out. So we're talking about levels account of accountability. I'm trying to work backwards and figure out okay. Where does accountability start and stop for a pastor? Where does it start and stop from where he should, you oh, know, if atone? That's the question. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. because oh. I, I think I think what happens is we get in this mindset and we see things, right? We get we get we get clippings and we get sixty second IG videos and we see it, right? But we don't. A lot of times we don't see. And I'm not saying like I'm just playing the other side here. I'm I'm saying like we don't see the the reconciliation process that happens behind doors because that's not newsworthy. You feel me? That's not. That's not. That that doesn't get put out. I'm. I'm not. I'm not Imagine saying. Imagine if Michael Todd sat there and apologized to his brother in his congregation for spitting on that man's face. Well, also Michael Todd. Uh, I think Michael Todd a hundred percent has a, a understanding that he has people around the nation. That's bro. That's but every pastor. That's, 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 every pastor. Yes. that's not every pastor. That's not every pastor. That's not every pastor, bro. You have the oh, okay. access. And you, you have the ability watching. to meet, reach anybody. You got people watching. So we're gonna sit here and be like, every internet pastor has to reach Michael Ty has. No, no it ain't about that, that, bro. But like, you, but, but you, gotta but reach you have to be able to say, all right, man, because you heard what I said. I have to be accountable for the words I said, and who might have heard it, and yeah. so I have to apologize based on that fact. Yeah, I think that's I have, think, that's what it means I think to be held accountable higher as a teacher. Yeah, I don't think that was written with online things being in play. That's what I'm trying to. That's what I'm trying but, to figure but, out. But 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 now the online yeah, is in play, and I can reach but people from across the nation, and people from across the nation will say, so, "I go to that church just because I follow you and listen." So to So from you guys' perspective, you're saying that if a, if a pastor, period. Gets called in a scandal. He needs to like make a national apology. What, wait, no, no. Like That's what I'm trying to figure out. Private sin can be handled privately. Public sin has to be handled publicly. Yeah. Like you cannot put public sin under the rug and say, "Oh yeah, yeah, we're gonna give I'm us not, time and I'm we'll like, handle this." I'm not ourselves. disagreeing with that part. And I'm but, but what, so what I'm saying, saying what, is, I'm, what I'm saying is like when your sin has been made public, it's like, yo, okay, bet this had to be leaked not by you but by other people or by other sources. Now you have to deal with this. And not just do like a PR thing. It's like no, 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 no. Okay, bet what ha- what was in the dark has now come to the light. Yeah. Rather than try to make it put a filter on the light or make the light look good, you know what I'm saying? In a, in a, in a, in a certain certain angle, or something like that. It's like no, 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 no. Yo, this is wrong. I did wrong. For those that have seen this, you know what I'm saying? Like like there's 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 no words I can say to make it. So look what is like that? What is that? What does that look like? A public apology. Uh, to, in what setting? Whatever, pick it. Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. Choose, choose, choose you your pick. Wherever you preach Something. at, put it up on that same platform. Is it acceptable for him to for my actions because it came out publicly? Essentially, that's what I'm saying. Like it's 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 a it's a public apology. Like like you're publicly apologizing to the congregation. You know what I'm saying like uh, it was a church in Philly. Um, I don't I don't have to name the church, but they I I I truly love the way they do things. It was somebody who was personally um, doing awkward things with women in the church. You know what I'm saying? And those women felt very uncomfortable to the point where most of them came to the pastor to the leaders and was like, "Yo, this guy's like a greeter, and this isn't cool." The pastor took that person. 
found out and confirmed the information, brought him up before the congregation and said, hey, he's been doing this. We want to apologize and just know that we're actually restoring. And we're doing, I was like, yo, I'm cool with that. Because what happens is people can do things and it's not just making somebody feel awkward, but more so people will be involved in actual sexual scandals in the church. And then it gets handled. It gets, it gets compressed and it doesn't get addressed. Yeah. So now not only that, but these women feel unheard that people feel like nobody is held accountable and the, 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 it's almost like the pastor is trying to make the image of the church look good. When the church is, it doesn't need help to look good. It also doesn't need help to look bad because we're people within the church. And so for me, I'm like, yo, at the end of the day, if there's something happening private that ends up being put forth publicly, address it publicly. Okay. I agree with that. And I think going back to what you said, because you was just like, where does accountability start? I th- it does start inside the church. You know what I'm saying? You need to know what's going on with your leaders. You need to know where they're going. And I'm talking about like from, so for instance, uh, 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 Street, Beta, Eddie. These cats hold me accountable. Okay. Like yeah. from the outside. I was like, who are we doing? <laughs> what are we talking about? You know what I'm saying? Like they hold me accountable from the outside. Like if um, they, know, they know what my location is. Um, they, they check in on me. Hey, what? how's your eyes been? You know what I'm saying? Like, what you been looking at? Like, they, they ask these particular... Oh, yeah. It's going down. It's top, it's top heavy, bro. Beyond, he's, I'm just like, go ahead. It's top heavy, bro. Hey, what's that? Yo, you know what I'm saying? What's, so, like... What's, what's, they, what are these? They, like, they'll hold me accountable. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, there's this outside accountability that has to take place. A constant check-in. Like, they don't assume I'm good. Because they know how sinful I am. You know what I'm saying? They know how sinful they are. So they, they don't assume that I'm good. But then there's then it goes back to what Mitch was talked about. There's that self-accountability, understanding like, I am a sinful person. I do like sex. I like a lot of it. So if that's the case, what am I going to do to make sure I'm not putting my, myself in those particular positions? You know what I'm saying? Right. So you got that self-accountability, plus you got that outside accountability that needs to take place. And I do not really see that. Yeah. I see a bunch of yes men and yes women that are following these leaders and that's part of the reason, again, because there, there is that, that self, there is that like self um, you know, accountability that you need. But because people see it and they don't say anything and they just continue to let these leaders do what they do, you, ju- you, you continue to open the door even wider for these leaders. So, yeah, and I just feel like they, they take advantage of that. I think, I, again, I'm, I'm, I'm going to play the other side. Um, so I think it's tough to, 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 to have a full understanding of something. When you're not in community with people, right? And that's the danger of the internet because you'll get you'll get sound bites. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You'll well, that's get, the difference between somebody who is because one of those scandals, I know people who was on staff with them. Yeah, but you weren't there. You know what I'm saying? And no, you're right. I you wasn't weren't there. there. So somebody, oh. so somebody gave you their perspective of it. I wasn't there. No, if, but if you're, yeah, you got a perspective of it. But is it true? And I'm just like, I believe you because, like, you, you're trustworthy. And I know these people. But everybody has a lens. Everybody has a bias, mm-hmm. which is why I think the Bible speaks so heavily on community. Yeah. Because even if they tell you what happened, mm-hmm. and let's just, let's, just give base, let's just give, like, best case scenario, mm-hmm. they give 100% yeah. truthful accuracy. Because mm. niggas, they don't do that. Yeah. But anyway. Let's warning. Say, warning. Warning. I didn't say nigga like five times, bro. You late. So let's so let, let's say they do that though, right? Yeah. 
how they handle that mm-hmm. and how they perceive that person in their actions is based on an intimate knowledge of who that person is mm-hmm. that you don't have. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I think the, the, the model of leadership that we get in the Bible is predicated on proximity and consistency. How can you be in, how can you not be consistent and in proximity with somebody and then talk about, um, at least on a very like specific level, how they should be held accountable. And, I, and, and again, we're, we're not, we're not talking about should they apologize, right? We're not talking yeah. about should, you know, what we're not talking about right or wrong here because mm-hmm. right or wrong handles, handles itself pretty easily, mm-hmm. especially on big platforms, right? We're talking about the process of accountability. Because accountability goes further than just whether something's right or wrong. And I guess it, accountability actually addresses what's right, addresses what's wrong. Mm-hmm. And if it's wrong, it gets you back to a place where you're reset. I'm sorry, in line with what is biblically right, mm-hmm. right? So if I see you, Caleb, <clears throat> if I see you out at the club, right, and you are like throwing shots back, you know what I'm saying? You're throwing shots back and you're like visibly like drunk. Okay. It's, it's great orange juice. Anyways, and you're like visibly drunk to the point where you're stumbling, right? Yeah. So we're not even talking about is this a safe, mm-hmm. right? We're not even talking about is this illegal. You know what I'm saying? You public intoxic- intoxication, you driving while you're drunk. Mm-hmm. We're now addressing Caleb is a youth pastor. Mm-hmm. Caleb is now out, visibly drunk, right? Damn, you know what I'm saying? He is. And so it's like, bro. I know these things about you. Yeah. Not only do I know what your job is and not yeah. only do I see how you're acting, but I know personally because of conversations we've had what you struggle with and what happens when you get in certain places. So now because I see that, I don't just see K, I don't just see a drunk guy. I see, wow, that's my bro who has to preach in a couple of days. I see, mm-hmm. wow, that's my bro that was struggling with X, Y, and Z based on, you know, based on all these different things we've talked about. Mm-hmm. And so I think there is a... I think there is something to being able to speak not just to what people are doing, but to who they are in accountability. I get that. But I also think about the fact that Paul wasn't even at this particular church. And he said, hey, I heard what church that uh, Corinth, I think. Mm -hmm. How does he how does he how does he start that chapter? I heard. um, He said, well, how does he keep going? No, keep going. Keep going. Yeah. yeah. But basically, it was just like, yo, like I heard somebody. A son was sleeping with his stepmom. First Corinthians five, and y'all still haven't done anything with it. Said, get him out, throw him out. You know what I'm saying? And like he wasn't there, if I'm not mistaken. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, I think that throw the evil person out, so that Satan might destroy his flesh, and he might come back. He might come back. You know what I'm saying? So I think there's some good outside accountability that can also take place. Like yo, like he need to check himself. How many people looked at Mike Todd like brother? So, so what, so what, what I'll say to that though is, Paul actually addresses his relationships to these churches and how he greets them. But he, he no, 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 because yeah. in chapter two, it's, he starts off, uh-huh. and ahead. I, when I came to you, brothers, brothers, yep. did not come proclaiming to you the testimony of God yep. with lofty speech or wisdom, for I decided to know mm-hmm. nothing among you except Jesus Christ and Him crucified. In other words, he's sure. saying like, I didn't come off rip. With the gospel, I came to know you through who who, who Jesus is to you. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is like even Paul, when he was writing to these churches, mm-hmm. he wasn't writing void of relationship. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't speak to the depth of it, but he yeah, I can't speak to the he, depth he of knew, it. He knew. But he's addressing a certain church and a place where he had previously been. Yeah. So he's not void of relationship. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He actually has been in these places. And so that's my so, point. So if I'm at Mike Todd's church. 
if I go to Mike Toss Church one time and I leave, I can now hold him accountable. Okay, if we're going to go there, we're also going to look at the context in which and like how big the Church of Corinth is. Because he's, he's speaking of churches, huge. <laughs> it's it's a massive, bro. It's a massive. So like, it's not about just being there because back in that time, mm-hmm. like their churches did not look how we have church now. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? True. So it wasn't it, it wasn't that he just was at the church. It was also about again proximity because you can go to you can go to Transformation Church and be nowhere in proximity to Mike Todd. Mm-hmm. You could be way in the back. They just bought out like an arena. So now <laughs> we. So I'm just. So so, so and, but but be, so was Paul in proximity to this brother he was talking about? In chapter five, yeah, I'm saying he was in proximity to the church and the size of that church. And you trying to compare it to transformation? I'm saying it's like you're a, saying this is both, it's a, both huge places. It's well, a yeah, false well, equivalency, well, dog. What well, I'm saying well, is like wait, huge, wait, so. wait, wait, wait. How is it a false equivalency? They're both How, huge. In size, bro. That's what I'm trying to say, fam. At the end of the day, I I, th- I think the point is Paul said, that Paul saw a church that could be like was doing good, but also could grow, and so yeah. he challenged them. Yeah. Yeah, like, like that's he challenged that's, a specific that's it. person. Whether that and that's that's what I say. That's pat, bro. The church could have been as small as possible, but the fact that they had faithful people there and they could be growing and also and not and not in numbers, mm-hmm. but growing in faith. It's like, all right, bet. Let me challenge y'all so y'all could do better. I agree with that, but he's so. He's, what's the point of like bringing up the numbers in the platform? Because he's talking about can he hold Mike Mike Todd accountable if he goes to Transformation Church one time. That was based off of what you said, though. The scriptures gonna I'm hold not, him accountable. I'm not telling you about it's, 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 that's what I'm trying to say. It, it, it ain't about none. Of, none based off what I said, wait, 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 wait. none based of us off, know him personally, so we can't what, hold him accountable. Based on what I said, in what regard? What did you say right before I brought that up? What did you What did you say that in response to what I said? What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Right. What, what, are did you you talking about? what are you talking about? What did you about? say? You said you said what you just said in response to what I said. I'm saying, please tell me what I said that made you say that. So I brought up the fact that Paul called somebody out uh-huh. that he didn't have any proximity to. And I said that he did. How? Just because he had proximity to the whole church? Okay, we, so you're, we, you're you're talking about just like the actual size of the church of Corinth. I'm not sure. But what I, my, my only point was like you were saying... If I go to Transformation Church, who probably has a couple hundred people in attendance every Sunday easily, you were you said, can I now hold Mike Todd accountable? Just a hundred? I said a couple hundred. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, like the, the aspect of accountability. Like, like, like here's, here's, here's the thing. I don't think that it is black and white. Now, mm-hmm. there are times when I'll be out publicly, whatever it may be, and then I'm already struggling on whether or not, okay, bet. I know I smoke cigars. I know I drink. But is this appropriate in this time and this place right now? That's great. That's, yeah. And then in that, I'll do it anyways. Mm-hmm. Knowing I'm like, eh, I'm not really feeling it, but I'm going to do it anyways. Yeah. Somebody who's a fan sees me and is like, hey, fam, like, I don't, I, don't, I don't think you representing right. Am I at this point saying, you're not beta. You're not Chris. You're not pastor. You're just somebody. Or should I be like, man, this could be a word like what, what Nathan gave. No, you know what I'm I, saying like, like, like. So for me, I'm like, I'm like, it, it doesn't matter. At a certain point, like, all right, bet. If it is something that is along and alongside this, what the spirits saying uh-huh. and what the scriptures speak, right? Then like, submit to it, and that doesn't matter who the source is. But I, I do also believe that's what says not black and white. I do also believe that you shouldn't just go around and listen to every comment, listen to every DM. And they listen to every person that's saying like you're doing something wrong. Yeah. So like 
Like, yo, like I'm I'm I've actually I've actually spoken very, very positively about Mike Todd. Like, you know what I'm saying, for like the past couple of years. Cause at the end of the day, not only has he built a platform, but he's also, you know what I'm saying, like teaching and and, and, and growing people. You know? Yeah. Like, he doesn't have a seminary background. So and I hate, I hate that, that he's when, been the focal point of this. But I, I agree. We I, talked about Candace Owens because for the first episode. Because she's a horrible train of thought. But you know. Oh my gosh. Terrible bro. train of thought. <laughs> what are you talking about? But bro. anyways. <laughs> but anyways, no, I, I agree. And I think and I think that is we just lost that that camera. Uh, I think it's not black and white. No. Dun, we don't have a dun dun dun, do we? That's like danger. We need like a sad one. Like dun dun dun. Sad. Because <laughs> the camera Wait, the, the camera died. You mean wop 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 wop. Wow, okay. Are you the, the you Michigan the sound, frog? You the sound police now? I am. I actually am. <laughs> okay, whatever. Dude. But yeah, I I I agree. I, I don't think it's just as black and white as yeah. as I see you. Now I hold you accountable. I also don't think if I saw whoever out and I said, hey, bro, like, you doing something that you know you shouldn't be doing. And they were like, oh, you don't know me. You can't. It's like, no, nah, bro, like, that's very plainly wrong. Yeah. I, uh, but I think we have more people who will point out something Yeesh. than we have people who will do the work to, like, be in people's lives consistently. So I'm speaking to that because what you talk about. Is that yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so I, I and so and so I guess from my perspective, I, I want to deal with that because we don't have enough people like being in a relationship, and being consistent with people mm-hmm. to understand that just because you can say something is wrong does not now equate to that being truth. Right? Because if like what is it, John chapter eight, Jesus uh, talks about being the light, and you know what I'm saying, being like I'm the way, the truth, the life. Um, somebody pull it up so I don't misquote it, but. Basically, this idea that correct information equates to truth. Truth is transformative. So you cannot say, okay, I gave them what was true, but your delivery and how you went about it was wrong. Because if the, if the goal is to be transformative, I have to take into consideration who I'm communicating to and how to communicate to them. And to some level, I now have to, to do that the best way. I have to be able to know that person, right? I have to be able to love them well. You cannot love somebody you don't know. Mm-hmm. You can't know somebody you ain't near. So, agree. in that aspect of accountability, you have to understand that it's proximity and consistency that allows you to walk with people through life, right? Now, in the, in the, in the, in the example of Paul, they looked at Paul as a leader, mm-hmm. right? Almost kind of uh, like a church consultant, right? Mm-hmm. So they were looking to him to kind of say, hey, come in, we, like, we need help. You know, a lot of these churches were like, hey, we need help. They even, some of them even wrote to, to, to Paul, yeah. sent him stuff. You know what I'm saying? And so he was being more so, uh, from my perspective, it, it, it came across like a, as a consultant role. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think in, in, in accountability, I see more people telling somebody they did wrong and saying, oh, I held them accountable. And it's like, no, you just regurgitated some information, right? And information is not always equivalent to truth. So in that, you know what I'm saying, you got to really deal with not just what they're, wow, that is, that is long. Right, yeah. Okay. I'm going to say that is All long. Long praise break. That was really long, bro. I was like, I didn't know it was going to be that long. interrupting my train of thought. But, <laughs> but in that, you have to also address that accountability is a two-way street, right? It's, okay. not, it's not just you getting them right. Even, even, even when you're correcting somebody, correction is never about pointing out what's wrong. 
correction is pulling is is, is getting them back right. Pulling right? them to Jesus. Yeah, getting yeah. them out of sin. If your brother is in sin, you go to them not so you can. And you know, it, yeah, you go to them not so you can express your grievance and get them to say sorry, but you go to them because they're in sin. Yeah. And if you follow the model of Christ, when he was in sin, he did what? He died for us. He did what it, he did what was needed to be done to get us out. Absolutely. So you go to them and, and, and from the perspective of I need to get you out of this place, not because of what you did to me, but because of what you're going to do to yourself in the long run if you stay there. So, Caleb, any final thoughts on church leadership? Because we literally talked about accountability for a majority of this. We did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we really did. And we, we haven't, did. we haven't not, not actually deep, deep dive into Candace Owens any further. So, I mean, like, I is any, you is really feel the type of way about my thoughts. We talked really 30 know, minutes about Candace. He, keep, he keeps Owens. going back to it, though. Yeah. I was like, oh, snap. They was, this 28 minutes. Candace Owens. Candace Why are you? That's your homie, huh? That's your homegirl, huh? That's why you're so pressed. That's your homegirl. Y'all, y'all be getting coffee and stuff. That's my nigga. Y'all be on, y'all be on Skype or Uber, nigga. <laughs> she, she don't like me saying it. I got a homeboy but, that um, legitimately said that. She don't like you in real life, then. This is baby mama. He literally is like, I love Candace. She's my baby mama. I'm like, bro, you need to. She got the light skinned forehead. Oh, she do got a big forehead. Yeah. Oh, ho, oh, brother, ho, oh, whoa. Don't, don't want me. <laughs> oh, hey, oh, are, hey. are you Zar the soundboard now? <laughs> Uh, no, you. Anyways, any last words, bro? No, we good. Like, like, All right, no, hey, we I, finna. I agree. Uh, I, I agree with what he what he said though. For sure, no, we, we finna get to the smoke sessions. So, Uh-oh. you no. feel me? We about to involve the live studio audience. So, any questions, concerns, or smoke you want to give? Don't be fooled. I'm not the special. Wow. Know you we here for it. You suck. I'll holler the boy. Is that is that product place? Is that brand place? Shout out. He hit you before we started. Hey, you better put that sound on the soundboard, boy. Are you in this merch? I will free you from Free Barabbas. Shout out to Free Barabbas. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? We in this joint. Smoke session. Let's get smoking. Yeah. Okay, so live studio audience, even though uh, I guess the camera ain't even on them no more. You feel me? Uh, we'll get there. You ain't charge your battery. Nah, my SD card's full. Mm. I can't say where I got that camera from because they might hear this episode. But indeed, yeah, hey, yeah. Uh, that's okay. That. That's okay. We cut that part out. Say we make the best of what we got. Amen. So, Amen. questions, concerns, smoke. Talk to me. I've got so much smoke, y'all. Go ahead. Can yeah. I give it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So while the guys were talking, mm-hmm. it felt like uh, there was a pull to trump up humanism in moments where the accountability should be great, and that bothers me because when you commit to a role. Uh, then you understand your commitment to that role on all platforms in the way of, you know, the star of the show who we've been talking about, Mike Todd, I believe uh, that he decided uh, to, to work for a global platform. So in that way, you have committed to reaching these people globally, so now you are committed to be accountable to your reach. And that includes everybody but while I had to write and wait and then y'all tell me if I got a a shot clock or something like that happening but uh there is a scripture Luke 12 48 that starts at but he that knew not and committed things worthy of stripes shall he be beaten with beaten with few stripes like he didn't know 
let's go light, you know? But for unto whom much is given... Much is required. Exactly. Mm -hmm. But the end of that says, and to whom men have committed much, of him they will ask more. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we need a great apology because you've committed... Much absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So and now, now we want so to. It's, so is your smoke with Elisha? Now we want to. It's really convenient to trump up your humanism in moments where you should be super accountable. And then, if we're talking about Mike Todd, just because I got to get it off my chest, oh boy. your apology was lackluster with smiles because you knew that you had done the same thing in 2019, <clears throat> but you didn't want to. Put that in into that thing, which is dishonest, which is omitting, and now mm-hmm. you're not committed to truth, which should be a hallmark for Christians. Mm. But I digress. And we so what? What? So <laughs> what is? Because you said a lot. Um, so give me, give me the, give me the, the verse again. Luke twelve forty eight. What was your, what was your um, context in bringing that in? Like just like what was my context for bringing that in? Yeah. Just where it was like, well, how big should the apology be? Or who should they be accountable to? And it made me think of so many things. Like your mama used to say, I'm going to whoop you where you clown. So if you clown everywhere, let's whoop you everywhere. But now you're like, I'm human. I don't want the whooping. I just want to play in front of everybody. Yeah. How, Sway? Yeah, so. Yeah, Sway. I I got you. Yeah, Sway, how? How, Sway? (laughs) Stop by Sway. (laughs) Shout out to Sway, Kermit. And so here is yeah. your lot. Yeah. Yeah. This is what you signed up for. It's what you committed to. Yeah. Right. Gotcha. Okay. Um, <clears throat> Trey, you got to uh, answer this one, bro. Yeah, she, can she I got some can smoke I, with you, bro. I talk? I mean, it sounds like. It's not really with me, though, but that's fine. Who? Who was it? <laughs> um, I'll say this. I called him out. Caleb called him out. I, I'll say this. I know. No, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'll say this. I think we. So to your point, though, I think Mike Todd. Needed to apologize as grand as his stage, and that is my point. So if so, for example, like if I don't know, and, and I'm I'm really playing the other side here. So let's say we go down to my grandma's church in Alexandria, Louisiana, and it come out that the pastor did something funky. Yeah, he don't got no Facebook stream, and I noticed he ain't got no Instagram, none of that, and it get in the paper. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and for whatever reason, it blows up nationally. My only point was, I think his first responsibility is to his congregation because that's who he leads, right? I think when things get out, okay, we tend to um, internalize what somebody has done and we tend to take on that and as if they did it to us when we have no real connection to them. You know what I'm saying? And so, and, and that, so, is, is that where that third part of scripture comes in? To where it's like, yo, how, how much we've expected of you? Well, well, give, give me, give me a second. So, I don't think there is a blanketed way to go about it. For sure. I think you know your reach. Had Mike Todd just apologized to his church, he'd have been wrong because he has a whole online thing that he addresses every Sunday. And in that same point, if little, you know, if a little church around the corner, I got 35 members, no, no online presence. I'm not going to hold him accountable if somebody randomly gets a, a hold of that information, right? Because I'm like, hey, bro, like you weren't even in the headspace of leading in, 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 in that regard anyway. But to, to, to the just the basic overall point, you are accountable to the people you lead. 
And so if your if your presence leads in a physical church in an online platform, then you need to make sure you get the word out to every single person that could possibly have have some fear. I mean, that could possibly be in your sphere of influence. Now, when it comes to trumping up or building up humanism, I'm, I don't want to misquote what you said. I think I hear where you're coming from, but at the end of the day. They are held accountable, but they don't have an extra measure of spiritual whatever, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, a pastor isn't a spiritual superhuman, right? They're not a spiritual superhero. They are literally, and and we were talking about this uh, last night, a leader is just that, a leader. They are not the most talented. They don't necessarily have to be the most gifted. They don't have to necessarily be the most knowledgeable, right? You know what I'm saying? A leader, in essence, from my perspective, is just somebody who has the ability to influence people and place people in the best positions, not just for that specific person, but the overall mission and goal that they're leading. Right. So a pastor, a church leader, I think a lot of times we actually do the opposite of building uh, of building up their humanism. We build up we build them up. We have church anniversaries. We celebrate pastors birthdays on the level of like the Macy's Day Parade. You know what I'm saying? Like we have we have all these things that celebrate this human, this person that has been placed in this position, and the moment they remind us of their humanity, we get upset because we have now placed them on a pedestal. We have placed them higher than they really need to be. In actuality, but they, should, but shouldn't the accountability be as so loud as what, the Macy's parade? So no, 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 no. That's not my point here, though. My point is accountability is 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 not anything that should be different from our from our perspective. Um, um, when a, when a pastor falls or anything like that, they are accountable higher to God, mm-hmm. not to me. Now, because they are accountable to God, God is going to definitely make sure that they are are are, are apologetic or do what they need to be do what needs to be done to uh, rectify and get back in good graces of and, and get back in good graces with the people who are they are leading. But the accountability is not to us. I see a lot of responses that make it almost. Like they are like, like they have, um, well, I'm going I'm to leave it there. I've talked enough. Go, go ahead. Just, and my rebuttal will be very quick. Oh, you're good. Uh, go say what you need to say. My accountability through my lens, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it's synonymous. We talked about teachers. I'm trying to remember the really big scandal with the teacher who slept with the student. Do you know what I'm saying? The woman. Yeah, it uh, happens so often. Power. Unfortunately, Everybody's watching power or whatever. sort of kind of maybe, um, but even with the instructor who slept with the student mm-hmm. in the same way, the accountability should match the commitment. Do you know what I'm saying? And so that's it. And so mm-hmm. when I made the reference of the mama whooping the kids, wherever the kids clown. Uh-huh. So and then I also feel like we have as a people, as a church, as a community, there are a lot of people when they make a mistake that is broadcast in a grand way, they want to fall back on their humanism. Mm-hmm. And when it's convenient for them, yeah. then they present themselves in a superior way. So I do agree with you that a lot yeah. of times we as a community put different people on a pedestal and expect different things from them. When the Bill Clinton situation happened, there were a lot of people that was like, he's a president, not a pastor. Do you know what I'm saying? So there's a lot of different conversations <laughs> oh, yeah. in this thing. But each person, that adult teacher that slept with that child, Leader. in yep. your human eyes, he might look very attractive, right. but that was not okay. Mm-hmm. And to her family, 
there there may have been an uh, intimate, more direct apology to them in a different way than her global apology was. Right. All of them are necessary. I agree. Uh, and but. And yeah, and that's just my thing. All of them are necessary, and so you can't put away. So don't downplay. Don't downplay or, or, yeah. or highlight the humanism for the sake of uh, making it seem like, hey, I know I did wrong, but don't leave room for the but. Accept the wrong, do better. You know what I'm saying, and go through whatever process it takes for you to not earn your position back, but make sure that you're in that position again with mm-hmm. your heart and mind in the right place. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, like, it, I feel like it also goes back to the conversation we had from before, where it's just like you have these particular, like, so you have that Mike Todd apology where I know I haven't heard now. Well, I even brought up the fact, I was just like, well, I'm surprised he did that. He did apologize, you know what I'm saying? That was good. Um, but I also compared Why are you to, laughing? You, I can't laugh. Do I have to explain every emotion I have to you, Mitchell? And then I also, like, and I really thought about his apology a little bit more, and I was just like, hmm. Oh, I feel about this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I've, I have heard other pastors oh, yeah. apologize. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just like, that was the most sincere thing I've ever heard. And there were no buts. There were no laughs. There was just like, I sinned. I am wrong. I am getting help. Yeah. Here's how. What, here's what that looks like. You know what I'm saying? Maybe we would have less, uh, I call them Pizza Hut pastors, people that just decide to start churches and they weren't called. And maybe they did that in the bathroom at a Pizza Hut. That's what I call them. But uh. maybe we would have. A- <laughs> hey, yo, wait, wait a minute. Pizza Hut. Pastor. Pizza Hut. The scripture that Caleb referenced before is in James 3, James 3 1, where it does say, Not many of you should become teachers, my fellow believers, because you know that we who teach will be judged. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. I was about to say, uh, there's another, there's Oof. another great YouTuber who literally was like, maybe some of these pastors just need to be YouTubers. Oh yeah, Ruslan, Ruslan was Ruslan, like, yo, okay, like, no like y'all are really, really good, yeah. uh, like making good at TikToks and making good YouTube, uh, little sound bites and things like that, <laughs> um, giving people a little word for the day. <laughs> but you know, uh, some people may present themselves to be better uh influencers yeah. than they are shepherds yeah. you know what i'm saying but yeah. you know i'm i'm not I, I don't know it sounds good i don't i don't know how much how heavy i'll, I'll put that statement on but any other smoke you know what i'm saying when that it comes good. to we'll appreciate that. anything we said today or anything we said in the past episode you know what i'm saying <laughs> you know I, I know i know you know some, some stuff was saying Last week about women and dating. Yeah. Mitchell said that y'all are terrible at it. My thoughts on males and dating? Yeah. Yeah. Um, We always get told that we trash, though. Yeah. At every conference, every leadership, every marriage, every dating, we always get told that we're trash. And and, which kind of goes to what we kind of talked about before in the aspect of like what it means to be a leader um, in in his response because. what I hear a lot of times, I, I, you know, I, I put that post up and said that Christian women are horrendous, uh, terrible. Uh, you said horrendous. Yeah. Pick, pick your, pick your, pick your. Which I want to say I don't disagree. Pick your adjective. For sure, for sure. Um, uh, it's it's. I said it, and then with that, I went and had conversations with some of the women that were commenting, and then in the midst of my conversations, um, I get responses like, "Well, if y'all was and." Y'all supposed to, hey, aren't you the leaders? And I'm like, yo, mm-hmm. I can only lead 
who's willing to follow. I'm not responsible for every woman that exists in the world. Because if that's the case, then, like, I've lost my grip. Because these women wouldn't be out here doing slut walks. They ain't following me. You are. I'm going to mute my mic because you. Yeah. So, yeah. So, so, but, but to, to, to the response, uh, how good are Christian men at dating? First of all, let me clarify. What people heard in that was are Christian women good at relationships mm-hmm. and the aspect of, hey, we are now official. Right, right. I define dating as what it means. Mm-hmm. Dating. We went out on a date. We hung out. And so with that being said, like, it's not my goal to sit here and try to give advice on when a relationship is happening because that takes two people, two individuals, finding things out about each other and then seeing where it goes from there. But what it means to date, I, I believe it's just really just finding out something about somebody and seeing if you want to go any further. That can be as simple as we met one time and it's over. Or, you know, we, we hung out for a couple months and just like, yo, this is amicable. Let's just go our separate ways. I like that. And word. we can still be good, you know, um, which, 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 which should happen more often because um, there might be somebody who you may not even find attractive but it's like you made it beautiful, but next thing you know, you're you're dating them. It's like, man, I actually am growing in attraction towards you. You know what I'm saying? And, and this 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 happens. Trust me. So with that being said, um, <laughs> there is a lot of what I believe Christian women doing in lack of doing. So if I talk to Christian women, I'm like, hey, how often do you shoot your shot? Some of them be like, I don't ever shoot my shot. I have to be pursued. I'm like, look, fam, who, who, where'd you learn how to flirt? And maybe they learn how to flirt. I'm a, oh, never mind. So, with men particularly, back to us, you know what I'm saying? So, what I feel about men, I feel as though Christian men have way too many options. And because we have way too many options, all I have to do is get what I need from whichever one that's available. So, this one gives me comfort. This one gives me conversation. That one gives me tail. That one gives me, you know what I'm saying, uh, Netflix and chill. That one gives me whatever may be, et cetera. Very unhealthy. But at the end of the day, it's levels of I'm able to be around, play the field, and not commit. And so I see a lot of non-committals, but a lot of playing the field when it comes to Christian men. And I don't think it's healthy. I've done it myself and I've had to readjust even my frame of work and frame of thinking. Cause I'm like, why do I do this? Why am I scared to commit? Why am I scared to move forward? Why am I, why am I hesitant to even make a move towards making something official? And so I see a lack of making things official. Um, and even to the stand of like things like shacking up things like, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, just going on intimate dating sprees, where it's nothing that's actually said. It's like you've been hanging on this person for a while. Yo, like, what's the title on that? Oh, you know, we still getting to know each other. My nigga, it's been three months. Like, you got you to make a move sometimes. So I, I, I don't think it's a, it's a one-sided thing. But the reason I said it in that way is because if I would have just said Christian men are bad at dating, nobody would have said anything in backlash. Because we're used to bashing black men. We're used to getting on black men for doing things wrong. 
but it'll never get reflected. Now we can do this the easy way or we can do it the hard way. Christian women not being the best at dating because I actually agree. I don't know about y'all. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I think from a woman's perspective that's been that's in that situation, great. especially nice. as like uh, just even maybe, maybe a new believer. Let's say a new believer. She's she's like, okay, I'm getting my relationship with the Lord. She starts following the Heather Lindsay's and the uh, the Allison Rose and all these different um, influential Christian women who are giving this narrative of how it's supposed to look. He is supposed to do this, this, and if he does anything on this list, X him. Yeah, that's trash. No, 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 no. Don't, don't praise that. I was praising her being against it. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's one of those things where women are so prone to seeing these finished products of these beautiful marriages. Wow. Run that back. They, they, wow. ooh, run it back. Wow. Run it back. Sound you can't that. go too fast. They're you can do the full, the full um, story. They're not showing the <laughs> showing the, the parts where they had to make it through certain temptations that they were dealing with. They're showing this man pursued me. We, you know, went through all these different trials together, and we're here. The minute they meet someone in person, or a man in person that you know does something a little iffy or yeah. or maybe is a little off, it's like man, like they're they're questioning everything because oh he must not really love me if he's attracted me to me enough to try to you know some men are physical touch people some men try to and if you're not or if you're so prone to like you know being fearful of falling into that sin because of what these leaders are saying then it's going to be very easy for you to kind of ex every man that way that's good comes your way for sure and 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 uh, oh you want to say something no i was well, the only thing i was going to say that's why i personally enjoy talking to some of the married people that i talk to because mm-hmm. yeah. they give us the real yeah and it's not this princess prince you know what i'm saying right. knight in shining armor they was like caleb i suck sometimes like mm-hmm. they were just like i'm not a good husband mm-hmm. and i was like what you know what I'm saying? They're like, what do you mean? It's like, bro, like, I have to try over and over. I have to be intentional about these things. So I was just like, now I'm just like, okay, now I got a realistic, yeah. more of a realistic view of it. And now I look at myself now as like, I'm going to mess up. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to try to mess up. I ain't going to do this on purpose. But I just know it's like, all right, there's some gracie. You know what I'm saying? And then the same thing for her, because they was like, bro, I do not like my wife's. When I heard the first husband say that, it blew my mind. We're not always in love. I was like, Dad, that's kind of crazy. Yeah, you know what I'm you know, saying? It's just and like so she you get stay, on my sometimes. You're, you're, and, you're staying because of the responsibility and the commitment and not because of happiness or love, which is the main reason why there are divorces. Look, I got some great advice for single Christian women. If you want to stay single, listen to single Christian women. Oh, wow. Cause those are the ones that's keeping y'all single. And y'all need some like getting your advice from single people. Yeah, and y'all and about relationships. I think y'all. I feel like there's a contradiction, right? Contradiction. Listen, top top. The contradiction is when most of the time when there's a platform, what we're given is the finished product. It's the offline conversation that you're having where the husband is admitting offline, bro. I'm trash sometimes. You know, and the woman is saying, this nigga gets on my nerves. That's not what's happening on the platform. That's not no, that's true. Oh, that's facts. If you go to majority of these singles conferences and things, that's the why I don't go. is on the woman to not be a tempter, 
to make sure your legs are closed. Indeed. To, 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 and, and even the men. I can't tell you the, the amount of sessions I've said in where the man is talking to women. Don't date no dude that don't have a plan. That don't, and they're laying out the same list. But I don't see as often that being targeted to the men. Mm -hmm. I don't see as often from the platform it being targeted accountability to the men on how they handle a woman. So so to say that one is trash and the other one is just to figure it out, I think that that's an unfair statement. So so what? Both are trash because the church is feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we. Yeah. So, so, I, I, yeah. I wasn't. I wasn't even trying to say one is more trash than the other. I just and like I said, I'll never even will say in the aspect that like any person or person group is trash. Yeah. I because if that's the case, then I, I don't think there's a single scale of measure that can be used that can't be applied on the other end. Right. You know what I'm saying? But to say that dating is being done badly on both sides, I absolutely agree with. Mm-hmm. But in response to Yeah. So what what I'll say is, is there's nothing you like, there's not a single thing that you can't trace back to bad church structure. Right. So if we saw more churches doing discipleship the right way, I bet you we would have less of a dating issue in the church. But so here's the problem with that. Right. The church is the church is more influenced by culture than the things that God has said. Right. So if we were to really and, and to just to tie it back to church leadership, what we see is a lack of discipleship. Discipleship tells you that for you, after you get sanctification, after you get salvation, for you to continue in sanctification, you not only have to be plugged into God, but you have to be plugged into somebody who is doing life with you and walking you through the things of God that makes you reflect him more. OK, so what he's talking about is he has connections with people who are discipling him. Yeah. Why don't we see more churches talking about deciding, not talking about it, doing, doing it, it, right? Both. It's both. You know what I'm saying? Talk I don't, do. I don't see that. And we wonder why certain things are the way they are. Accountability looks trash. Church structure looks trash. Churches are dying. Ministries are terrible. Yeah. People are burnt out. It's because we have missed that Jesus built the church off 12 disciples. That's it. That, that, that is the problem. We are not mimicking Jesus. We're mimicking culture yeah. in the way that we are structuring our people, in the way that we are structuring our organizations. So, yeah, like you're not going to get that at a singles conference. Nor should, <laughs> like, like uh, to be no, honest, like, nor should you. Hey, you know I'm saying, like, I don't think it's on every married person that wants to Bro. talk at a single conference to tell and divulge their deepest, darkest secrets. I wish I could see the statistics of people that actually are successful going to singles conferences and finding somebody. I, you know, I, I don't got to be low. But so I don't think they're bad. Which in conversation? The conversation that I'm talking about is accountability on both sides. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, for sure. So a lot of what, and I'll speak for me, a lot of what I've been fed for the last 20 years that I've been in church is the responsibility being on the woman to, you know, remain in purity and to, because yeah. I do ministry, there's this unspoken pressure on me to not appear tempting. Uh-huh. If I'm just minding my business and showing up to do me, right. I'm not going to go down that road. But No, 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 let's but, go down but, it. But it's real, it's there, so it's a yeah. piece of it that's unspoken, and honestly, I feel like it's lopsided. You don't really see as many instances 
of men being addressed the way that they address women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The weight that they put on women and the expectation that they put on us to handle ourselves, the expectation that a finished and polished pastor is telling us not to not to allow in our lives right. when you've you've been sharpened into that polished husband. Yep. Is it is this from the pulpit or at the conference though? I think it's both. It's yeah. both in general. It's everywhere. Across. It's everywhere. Wow. And that's so. Hey, look, look. Here, here's here's one thing. I, I speak heavily on a lot of times within church uh, church conversations. People that are grown and mature can speak from a place of privilege and forget that maybe you need to speak to you ten years ago. You know what I'm saying? And then by doing so, you're able to see, man. Rather than put restrictions on how I want you to date me back then or me now. Or my daughter or whatever. It's like, okay, does the person have consistent faith and self-control? And I feel like if those two things can be there, then you can work with somebody. For sure. And if you're able to work with somebody, no matter what's going on, it's like, yo, if they're teachable, things like that, then that can be grown. Yeah. Like, like, cause, and here's the thing, um, it, it, being in a community and being like, uh, especially the Bible study, uh, one of the people was like, yo, man, like, I'm kind of scared to bring the person I'm talking to around y'all because I feel like y'all going to judge them. And I'm like, why you feel like, why you feel like that? Because, like, y'all know the scripture so well. I was like, look. That says more about that person than us. Well, no, 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 no. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't wanna, I don't even want to go there because, like, it, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of those things where that's not an uncommon thought. Yeah, it's not. So because of that, I had to address it like, okay, rather than sit there like, nah, we going to. I was like, I, said, I, I simply said this. I was like, look, does he have faith? And she's like, yes. I was like, that's it. That's it. You are, you're showing interest in somebody who has faith in God. Cool. You, to the point where you're already dating this person. Yeah. Cool. I'm not requiring who you're dating to be a theologian. That is, you know what I'm saying, a, 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 a seminary student. I'm not requiring right. who you're dating to um, even be involved heavily in community. Because the moment I put those requirements on how you date, Mm-hmm. Not only have I entered your relationship, yeah, and most times people enter people's relationship, they don't want to go through all the thick and the thin. Mm-hmm. And so for me, I'm like, bet I'm gonna just bet you have the faith. You want to bring him into the fold. <clears throat> However, he will allow himself to submit under the leadership, the accountability, and the community. Then that's how we'll grow. But don't then therefore come back when things may not work out, and then say, how come? I was like, wait, wait, wait. We made the, the the opportunity was there. That was on him, but I will never restrict somebody who simply has faith. And so and so and so for me, I I, I do feel like there are too many guidelines and too because like literally, if we just look at like something like the enneagram, right? You have nine different personalities, right? And then you're telling me that hey, I'm a type two. My wife is a type nine. This is how you should find your wife, and that's what I'm hearing a lot of times. We're not knowing the probability and the amount of different types of variables that go into, well, maybe you don't need to talk to a type like type five like you talk to a type nine or type six like you talk to a type seven. And so there's so many things that go into that. We, we, we got to stop hearing dating advice even from married people because it's like, yo, this is how I got my wife. So this is how you should get your wife. But y'all 
it doesn't work like that. Well, no, 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 think, no, no, no. It's, it's dating that, in the aspect of like so, like so. The, that's another thing. The dating world is different for millennials than it was for the boomers. Yeah. So even for the boomers to give us advice on how to operate social media relationships, they can't even give a full diagnostic on that. I think my biggest issue is the fact that dating isn't even biblical. And then, and then we have this like lack of understanding of I want to be a husband one day. I don't even know what that looks like. And from a biblical standpoint, same thing for the women. You know what I'm saying? And then because even recently, like over the past year, like I'm like, all right, bet. What does it look like to be a, women, uh, a husband? And I'm like, okay, Ephesians five, and that whole part where it talks about like, um, 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 what does it say? Uh, cherishing and um, oh my gosh, say something else. But yeah, cherishing and something else. You can look that up. It's like Ephesians five. But yeah, it's like, and I was looking up those particular words, and it's like, yo, it's like it's a maturing of your wife. And I think about us at times, like, even as we're dating, boyfriend, girlfriend, whatever, it's like, man, how often do we think about, man, how do I practice this particular thing now? Well, well here's, you know what I'm saying? here's the thing. The, the Bible talks about being a mature believer way more than it talks about being a husband or a wife. If you want to be a good husband, if you want to be a good wife, be a good disciple. Again, it it goes back to church structure. Like we're not, these things have been sectioned off as if it's different, um, as you, you operate differently or you have to behave differently as a husband than you do, um, a believer. And let me clarify, I'm not saying that you treat your wife like you would treat a, you know, a female friend. What I'm saying is the call to be Christ-like is still the call to be Christ-like in your marriage. It's just magnified. You know what I'm saying? It just requires more. You know what I'm saying? But we're not practicing this. We think, oh, what is the fact that we have to. It's 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 Ephesians 5. Hey, yo, we slagging on this word. It's Ephesians 5. I know it's Ephesians 5. It's Ephesians 5. Okay. I was like, okay. So it says, for husbands, this means love your wives just as Christ loved the church. He gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. Push up. The, the chairs, yeah, that just that chairs part. Um, so, should be like the, what's the chairs? Yeah, what's the yeah, chairs part? He, chairs. I mean, it, so I'm reading a different version. It may be different. Uh, version. What you got? Okay. Go ahead. Okay, so it says, he did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or sprinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she will be holy and without fault. Right. For sure, for sure. So, and I just, I just, I'm just saying, I just think we have a lack of, it, it goes back to the discipleship piece, wait, but I also. Was the part that you were talking about, was it like, as in cherishing their, how, how, okay, Because he said, so, yeah. So it says, in the same way, husbands, in the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. Is that the part that you were talking about? I believe so. Yeah, it depends on what. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm just. I'm because my my again my thing is just like I'm just learning that, and because I've talked to some of my married friends too hard, literally struggling right now, and they're just like, bro, I I wish I would have learned more about biblically speaking, like what this is. Well, you you got the chance now, so you know you knew you didn't know it. You know what I'm saying? But even beforehand, it's like okay. I know how she is, how she's supposed to be biblically, and I know how I'm supposed to be biblically, which helps, you know what I'm saying, uh, when you wrap all that with discipleship. So Yeah, and I think we have this obsession of trying to figure out stuff before we get there. Exactly. We, we, have, this, we have this idea that I have to arrive ready. That ain't going to happen. And that is like, that is also, I could argue, that's anti-Bible. You know what I'm saying? You did not have to arrive ready to Christ. Right. Christ sanctifies you. Yeah. 
So if you're a husband, you know what I'm saying? And if, if you are here saying like, I'm trying to figure out how to be a husband, what you're really trying to do is what in part, what you're saying is God don't sanctify me as a husband. When I get, when I become a husband, let me figure it out. And then whatever you want to sprinkle on when I finally get married, you can do that. give yourself grace or to come prepared comes from it correlates back to what you all were talking about the seminars or whatever that you're sitting in mm-hmm. where people have an arrogance in their teaching do you know what i'm saying yeah uh, once yeah. you have knowledge of relationships now you're arrogant about relationships uh, once you have mm. a bunch of biblical knowledge now your friends are scared to come and sit with you because there's this arrogance i made it I'm a husband. I done seen people have arrogance in their singleness. Yeah. Right. I'm like, fam, how are you the face of singleness? And then they be like, seven, you, seven ways you're not, uh, seven different reasons why you're single still. I'm and like, I'm like, you single. Yeah. And, 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 and my point in saying that uh, taking advice from single people keeps you single is more so, it's, it's more so leading towards a lifestyle. Like once you're in a relationship, you should be around more people that are in relationships because you desire to live like a single person in a relationship is going yeah. to be very, very dangerous for the relationship. Facts. And so um, a lot of times, like the, the, the homies I'm talking to, the homegirls I'm talking to, like, yo, um, a lot of why our divorce was happening is because this person was desiring to live like a single person. Hanging out with other single people is like, yo, how many married friends do you have? And he looked around, it's like they didn't have any. And so, like, like having wanting to live a lifestyle that is actually contradictory to where you're at in your position will cause you to go back to that position. Like, yeah, and you might get what you want. And it's like a, it's a, it's a billion different ways to get there. You know what I'm saying? I think I forget the quote. It's like a, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. Meaning, like, you can go left, you can go right, you can go straight, you can go diagonal, but just keep going. Just keep swimming and figure it out. Mm-hmm. We don't want to do the work. That's, That's why we go to these single conferences. That's why we read these books. That's why we do all these things. I think that the biggest thing is that we're all, like, a lot of people miss is that every single one of us in this room is different. Exactly. Every single one of us is going to be with someone who is different than us. Exactly. So when you get in these relationships, I feel like we're skipping the part of the, the vulnerability aspect of it. Yep. Like, first of all, we're all bringing our own traumas and damage into these relationships. Yep. And we need to take time to say, okay, like, I don't, I don't know everything. Right. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing that's making you feel this way. I don't know what you're doing. Instead, we're glossing over these things. And the minute conflict comes, it's like, boom, you know what? We're not right for each other. Let's go. Yeah. We're bouncing. That's facts. So I think that because we're not practicing that patience and that time to like really get to have these conversations in dating, when we get to marriage and it's like not roses and butterflies anymore yeah and we're stuck you're stuck with this person in the house you're like you never really talked to them so again let's let, let's pull that back outside of dating though so paul talks about i think it's ephesians 4 where he says hey you bear in love with one with one another for what the maturity of the body this idea that relationships are one-sided or the that relationship should even have a level of compromise to me is a little wild compromise and sacrifice are different relationships in its essence should be sacrificial right especially if we're talking about modeling after the bible so when paul talks about bearing in love with one another if you're not practicing that in friendship how in the world are you going to practice it in dating and then furthermore how are you going to be married to somebody 
for the rest of your natural life, wake up next to them and not want to bear in love, like bear, like walk with them and carry that weight. Right. Not just listening, but 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 actually carrying the weight of what they're going through, carrying the weight of their insecurities, carrying the weight of their of their struggles. Right. That is a heavy thing. But what we do in friendship is the minute it's not mutually beneficial, the minute it gets tough, the minute it doesn't look like what we want it to or the minute even in relationships, that person isn't who we want them to be in our head. We dip. And so what we're really doing is we're building people up and we're saying, you got to fit this mold. You got to look like this. You got to talk like this, which is why sometimes a lot of times those single conferences are dangerous because they're well, 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 pulpit period. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. The church has a like the church does so much wrong when it comes to dating and purity. Like it's we could go, we could do, we could do a podcast series on that. But like it, what what it does, we ain't again, doing no series. We're not doing a series. Yeah, but yeah, what it does, we're gonna do a series on Candace Owens. Bro, that's your homie. I'm convinced you got like stock in something that she owns just, or whatever. I just bro. don't like the fact know. we legitimately talk. But I, I will keep, say, even the, even the aspect of like, like you say, that's why community and fellowship is so important. Yeah, um, I was actually talking talking about this with some uh, homegirls earlier. Um, a lot of Christian single women do not have platonic relationships and don't even know what platonic relationships look like. A relationship with a man might denote something sexual. And so, because that's the case, Very you don't know how to talk to a man. Yeah. You don't know how to associate with men, you know what I'm saying, and, and understand men. Yeah. To, to be able to say, yo, I know how women think, I know how I think, but let me think about this from how men think, or on the vice versa, with men. It's like, yo, I know how we think, I know how I am, but let me leave room for the fact that I may not be tapping into my emotions enough. Yeah. You're only able to do that when you have platonic relationships and when you actually are able to empathize with people on a friendship level, which is why that's literally not a suggestion. It's a requirement. Do not forsake fellowship with the brethren. Right. And, and go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, 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 they go with it. Uh oh. I wish I We here. We here. Why do you guys feel like it's such a lack of male presence at church in general? When you look at the statistics and you look at the numbers, a lot of times it's, and then y'all, y'all, you guys even joke about, it. don't show up to no kind of event and be the only brother. Like, what is it that, that keeps you guys from showing up? Because a lot of times, and it's like, I would love to have a platonic interaction with a dude. Where is one? Because like, the ones that are not in the church are ain't trying to be platonic. They know so you can't really have. Uh, that's such a yeah. wide reaching. Yeah, yeah, I can't. Okay, we say, let's dissect it piece by piece. Yeah, indeed. They tend to be like married men, mm-hmm. and so it's like to be friends with a married man is a whole. That's a whole different dynamic. Yeah. Don't so it's do like, it. I think that that Don't is. Do it. Yeah. So I'm like, so I think like that's kind of the thing. Don't. But to. Just to say, like, I don't know if I necessarily think that every, like, guy that is in the church who is single, who's not married, is really, like, trying to get okay. at you. I mean, but that, like, I think it goes yeah. back to just the whole options thing. Yeah. Just the whole, like, because there definitely is a tendency to have, like, this playboy kind of thing that happens. Yeah. And I think, honestly, we don't talk about it as, I mean, as often as we as we should. For sure. Yeah. Look. Sister, 
we definitely, we definitely, we definitely got to address it more. And I, like I said, I feel like that is why accountability, fellowship, and community is not just a suggestion, but it's required. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he was going to answer your question. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So why are men not in it? Oh, you want to go answer it? No, I was like, I, I, that's a very general, like, I, I don't. You could give, you could give one perspective. I, I believe men aren't showing up to Christian events because. She's talking about church. Church. Are we by and large not in church? I don't, I don't know the numbers. I don't know the numbers. I can't. I was, even in my church, it's just it a bunch of marriages, and that's it. It depends on their church too. Right? It does. Statistically, though, a lot of times you see that there is there are a lot more women than there are a male presence, depending on the ministry, depending on how the leadership is engaging men. I'm I'm not making a statement. I'm asking a question. Yeah. So I, I, it's weird. I actually think that. In the culture today, things are beginning to shift. So I say this because I remember, and it's still like this some places, but I think that even how we're thinking things through and developing things for the next generation, things are going to start shifting. I grew up to get into like the stadium, to get into like, you know what I'm saying, like clubs, stuff stadium. like that. Oh, yeah, the stadium, feel me? You know what I'm saying? You can go there for one week. Hey, the stadium. Caleb's from Florida, so that's he the can't club. Partake that's the, the club when you're in junior high. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want to get twerked on real quick? You know, we ain't going to the skate. The stadium. Um, but essentially, like, things like that, or even like club settings, you attract the women, the men will show up. So you let women get in free so the men can show up. I remember. Working in like uh, the community center, um, and and Jay can confirm this. To make people show up, you had to get the guys there, and then the women would show up. Interesting. And it's a big shift. It's like, yo, so close. Where the bros at? <laughs> Where the bros at? And so it's almost by by having a setting where the men are there. That is now where the women will show up, and it's almost a reverse effect so like knowing that men will be there is what attracts women to come rather than the vice versa and um like i said i I do i do believe the vice versa is still in effect but i think that is the vent you're throwing or is the church uh that is there designed to build men up and if it is are men wanting to be built up or are they content with where they're at that's good because like I said, what I commonly find is is that the reason why our circle is a lot close knit is because the people that don't want to be a part of it weed themselves out really, really quick. Yeah. Because we hold them accountable. Because yep. we challenging them. Because it's like, yeah, y'all they they a little aggressive. No, 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 no. We're biblical. Mm-hmm. You ain't used like, to it. You're not used to this. Yeah, you're not used to somebody sir. saying, Let me give me your phone. What you what you what you what been that doing? That search history look like, big dog. You feel me? Like like what we talking about. And so with that being said, that takes maturity and that takes a level of openness to say and vulnerability to say, Yeah, I'm willing to chisel off the nonsense in my life so that I can grow and be a better man. And so whether or not the few men that are showing up just to kind of get their little picks and have their fun. I, I I believe those are the men that uh, are probably flexing their options because I would do the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, because at the end of the day, men want to be wanted. And so Facts. when you know you're going to go to a place where you're desired and you're like creaming the crop or you actually are wanted in that in that setting, 
You go you go there just to appease that part of your ego. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's that's but why they're not showing up? Uh, I, I I I think it's because maybe the settings are weird and Christian women are bad at dating. So it's like, yo, I'm about to be over here. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He, he said what he said. <laughs> Why, thank you. Has been that I don't, I don't like, I, especially black men. Like I believe in y'all, but at the same time, I feel like my question is why? Why is it just we're used to hearing we're, we're trash? Like some of that has to be truth, and if if a, a good amount of it is truth, why are we not bothered enough by that? To change the narrative, and I think because well, even with with our particular group too, one of the things I love about us is because we we're doing our best on our end sure. to change with our platforms that we have to change the narrative. Even it's crazy because even if we got cast that's like not even believers, yeah. there is still this like this is how we treat women. This is how we go about be, doing manhood and different things like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So yeah. from that perspective, that's ha- a huge need. Kudos, yeah. Kudos and, and, to you, Caleb. And, and, no, and, and I love my bros for it. You know <laughs> Take the credit. Good, good job. Do we have a celebratory pad on here Get somewhere? Out of here, no. And that's it, but it's like it, it has to be spread out more. I get that. You know what I'm saying? So when when I said that, I, I definitely didn't mean it to be one of those like. You get that all the time. It's just the fact that no, for I years, know. I understand what you're saying. My, my I was I was less encouraged we're growing we're up to be a man. I was like, so God, like, we just suck, time. don't we? Like, Y'all just keep telling. Like, me. Like, why are we not bothered enough with yeah. that norm? But that's the th- that's that's but that, that's that's the thing. I do believe to, to address that first. I I don't believe it's the norm, and so when we hear it, we're like, okay, cool. I already know where you stand. This is your perspective of man, because like. That's not the like literally. That's not the norm. Not the norm if the majority of us, no, what what what, what I'm saying like in in like I I don't believe the majority of men out here are trash. So like I like and I I, th- I think the statistics might support that the fact the majority of us are actually single, unmarried, without children. And so, but I'm talking about character, bro. Because I'm single and married without children too. But I'm for sure. I tell you my experiences, and I believe in giving a brother a chance. Is that it, mm-hmm. I'm handled, and it's and it's the character issue that mm-hmm. I'm talking about. That's yeah, what, that's it's the character issue. When, so when so when you guys say trash, when I hear that, I'm thinking, what? How are you handling the people that you deal with? Are you playing a bunch of mind games and heart games? Are are you storting and leading that woman, or is it is it more of you just like you just admitted to a lot of guys are out here? This one gives me head. This one gives me next yeah. chill. Next and chill. You said head. I said tail. But you know, say tail oh, head. Yeah. I miss, I miss, no, 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 I, I missed the tail part. I missed the tail part. But if I missed that part. Oh, okay. my, my core question is, why are we not bothered? Well, you say, you say we. Who do you mean? Well, 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 well he, 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 she's saying, why are we not bothered enough to change the narrative? Which in which is essentially is saying everybody. I want her to answer. Everybody's talking the same thing. For right. sure. yeah. Yeah. Well, no, no. Here's, sure. here's the thing. The reason I was even saying that is because I did not exclude myself in that. I've been that person, I have too. and so yeah. and, and, and and so like like it, it 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 comes to a point where at the end of the day, if you're looking at me and you go to a certain point of my life, or if you were somebody who I've affected, I will be trash to you. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if you were to say men are trash and then use me as an example, you have a valid story. 
And so if your story is based on the validity of your experience in somebody's negative past aspects of them, then I get that. I understand that. I'm a villain to people out in the world. And there's nothing I don't feel like I can do to make it like, well, let me do more good in my life so I balance out the fact that I treated you terribly. At the end of the day, I'm a villain to you. And so that's something I have to acknowledge myself and and look at myself and self-reflect and say, all right, yo, how what what caused me to treat this woman like this? What caused me to act like this? What caused me to seek out my ego to be stroked rather than to just play humble and also understand that, like, yo, these are actual people's feelings, emotions, lives. And once I do something and get involved in their life, I can literally shift the entire dynamic on how they move or what's going to happen in their future relationships. That's big. That's weighty. And I feel like when you're acting childish, because that's very childish, then that is the result. And so once you get to the point of maturity and saying like, yo, I can't treat people like this. I can't do women like this. That is maturity. And that is a man. And so call boys trash. Call. Oh, ho! I'm talking about culture in general. Well, I right? think I think what I what I was gonna say was like mm-hmm. the in general when I'm and I'm just speaking from my experience when I first saw Caleb and Elisha on this panel, mm-hmm. it was my first time ever hearing a, a group of men really um, acknowledge and even speak from a place of like. Uh, just where you would, he- if you were a 12 year old girl, you would want to hear from a group of grown men. Like, that's possible sure. for a man to be out there and just really have the character. Yes. You know what I mean? And I think it has to start somewhere. And unfortunately, mm-hmm. there's a generation ahead of us that don't like, and I'm speaking very broadly here, a generation that's gone before us that don't really value vulnerability the way that maybe our generation does. Yes. And I see this mm-hmm. podcast yeah. in general, I yeah. feel like, is he's taking, like Mitch even said, there's a point in it, like a lot of people's life, they can pinpoint probably where he was not the greatest right. person. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. I apologize this, to the people I hurt. <laughs> I feel like in this way, it's Public kind apology. of a way of like saying, you know what, like I'm here now. This is my opportunity to speak to the masses and say, like, this is what it means to be a man of God. And I feel like it has to start somewhere. You know what I mean? I 100% agree. I think, like, something you guys were talking about earlier, and then I just was thinking about, like, the the church and the whole aspect of like dating and how dating isn't like that's not that's that's not a concept that you could just go to the bible and like google dating (laughs) scriptures and things like you can't find that but i i think to kind of touch on what you're saying like there's a whole generation before us where the things that they valued were material like things like they because they had to yeah like they had to and so like when they talk to this generation or like our generation and and others they talk about how in order for you to be a husband or in order for you to be a wife you need to have Mm -hmm. this 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 and this and they're usually material things which is why i think Mm -hmm. and this but whenever I, I do not like the phrase when people are like, what do you bring to the table? Yeah. Because oh. that phrase yes. is usually about material tangible things. things. It's about uh, I don't think that's what well, men mean when we say Well, that. I, I, you, saying, you can't speak I, generally, but I'm, I'm, I'm I don't saying, really think. Yeah, yeah, keep going, I'm Jay. I'm saying that any time that's ever been asked of me, yeah. the, the, the expected <sighs> answer is. Then I bring a 401k. Right. I bring yeah. That's what, that's what a lot of people think. And, yeah. and that's what, what? I'm saying. So, and so I, I wait, think. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not done yet. Oh, okay. My and bad. So like, and so I feel like that's the 
issue is that the current generation and the former generation, they were all focused on material things and not the character. Mm -hmm. Because, because like how Mitch was saying, if the person that you're dating, if they have faith, mm -hmm. and if they are showing that they respect you, yeah. that's it. It's like, okay, let's move forward. Let's see what else we can do. They don't need to have, you know... You can find the rest out as you go. Right. You, can you know what I'm saying? Like, out. yo, y'all may not be compatible. That's okay. Right. Mm -hmm. At least y'all ain't hurt each other in the process. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that go again, that goes back to like a lot of what happens in the church. Me and Caleb have conversations about how we see church leadership being more predicated on like degrees and, and yeah. accolades. And you know, there's there's a hundred percent nothing wrong with that. But I think if we if we're going to address why a lot of these relational things are the way they are in church culture, we have to first start with what we give precedence to, to qualifications. And, and again, go back to it. Like if you audit what Jesus did while he was on earth, it was a lot of relational things. They had the law. They had the do's and don'ts. The completion of the law was the relational portion. The thing we were, the thing we lost in Eden. That's what Jesus came back to complete. And so a lot of times in relationships, like Jay said, we're looking at their job. We're looking at their house. We're looking at, you know, their savings account. We're looking at all these things, which I don't know if there's not better looking no, at. No, no, bro, that's no. everybody in here is like, yes, that's because no. like in large, a lot of people view it that way. You may you may not, and that's fine. But like that is a very general perspective of a lot of people. When they ask that question of what do you bring to the table? They don't, they're not asking about your character. But the majority of women got two degrees and they're killing it with the, like, but that's, the financial right. but aspect. So I, if, I, if they're still single, then that's, that's, that, that, that doesn't even equate. That's, you're, that's, 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 that's what I go for first and foremost is your character. Same here. How, mm -hmm. what is, is my heart safe with you? What are you doing behind closed doors when I'm not around? And right. that, in my experience, intimidates guys more than because they go to, As it should. I got this job and I got and I know these people. And, and I'm like, but I'm not impressed by any of those things. Mm -hmm. Who are you? But again, but again, there people view it that way because that's what's propped up, right? That is what that is what we have told a lot of people. That's what qualifies you. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is what it is. Yeah, that that materialistic that that place in life that you have to be at this stature to be able to do anything, right? You have to be in this certain place to speak here. You have to be in this certain place if you want to be married. Like it's it's actually wild to me. When I look at job descriptions for churches and they have degree qualifications, again, I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. I think that's dope. What I'm saying is, what did Jesus qual? Who did Jesus qualify? Rejected people. His disciples were not where they were supposed to be culturally. So why is it that we are putting cultural qualifications on spiritual positions? Because I can I can 100% agree. That education should be um, important in the church. I 100% agree with that. But I will take somebody who is who has less education and who will serve faithfully before I'll take somebody with a degree who thinks that serving or a platform is beneath them. I can't tell you how many times I've heard I've I literally heard this out of somebody's mouth at church. We were um, we were working on building up some of our junior high kids. Um, they're musicians, um, and so we were working on like I'm a drummer, so I was working with some of the drummers. Kids who wanted to learn how to drum, and we were having uh, issues finding uh, a guy or, or or a girl who was really good at keyboard that could teach. And so I came in contact with a guy, 
And he came and he played one Wednesday night. And I was like, and first, the dude was out of this world talented. He was sick. And so I was like, yo, you know, start hanging around with us. Like, come around. He came back to a few more Wednesdays. And one particular Wednesday, we went back to one of the homies' apartments. And we was chilling. And that's when I was like, okay, I'm going to ask him to see where he's at. Where is he serving? What does his Wednesday nights look like? So we get into it and we start talking. And I get to the point where I'm like, hey, this is what we're doing. We would love if you can come on and help us develop some of the kids that want to play keyboard. His response was, he feels like God is calling him to a higher platform than youth ministry. And to me, I don't even fault him for that because somebody taught him that. Somebody taught him how to think that. Somebody taught him that perspective of youth ministry is down here, main services up here. You know what I'm saying? And what we have to really start taking a look at is who are we qualifying and what are we telling people that makes them good enough? And where do we find that in the Bible? I fought your boy, bro. Who? The, 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 the keyboardist. I mean, he I, I was, fought your boy. He was all of like 22 when you he was impressed that. by the talent because you were a musician. Well, yeah. Well, still, that's, why, that's why he was like, oh, yeah, he got a cold with it. Yeah. I don't see the problem. He was nice. <laughs> he was nice. I didn't know his character when he was playing the keys. <laughs> all right, last question. Even with her asking, why aren't more men in church? And then I think it goes back to just all kinds of stuff. Uh, the presentation, you know what I'm saying? And so who's buying into the presentation and not the character? Yeah. So maybe there are more women in church because they're buying into that presentation mm. and maybe men can smell the BS. And so then we're upset Uh-oh. that we're not finding better characters, but we are buying into the presentation and not worrying about the core right. and the character. <laughs> so now these blanket presentations are being honored mm-hmm. and now we want to throw tomatoes at people who want to tomato, be tomato. more vulnerable, more open, and they're dropping yeah. the presentation and being like, here's me, here's my spirit, here's oh. my core. Wow. And so that, that there's a great disdain for that. It goes back to the seminars and the symposiums and our desire to be prepared. And it just kind of correlates with a lot of things throughout the conversation. We are buying into the presentation and we want to fall. Ooh, that's good. Yeah. Wow. That's good. And I think even that's on the, like the, like from the man side too, it's just like when I was 23, I remember being pissed off after a sermon series. Actually, it was from my guy, Matt Chandler, but I was pissed off because I was just like, I've never heard manhood be put this way. And he started with Genesis 2. You know what I'm saying? And he went through these aspects of manhood that I had never heard before. And I'm just like, I thought manhood was this. You know what I'm saying? And I thought manhood was also boys will be boys. Because when I did something wrong, there was never a, Caleb, this is not honoring to Jesus. This is not what God has called you, blah, blah, blah. It's like, hey, God, we, we always make those mistakes, man. Hey, it happens sometimes. I even got that this past, like, yeah, recently, mm-hmm. as a whole youth pastor, ended up, uh, uh, yeah, and, and, and I watched, I was watching porn, you know what I'm saying, and then I was talking to somebody about it at the church, and it was literally, there was not a thing of, hey man, like, I get that you repent, like, rem- remind yourself that you're honoring Jesus. It was just a, it happens. We get that all the time, yeah. you know what I'm saying, and I think because there is that lack of accountability from top down to and we've been taught this thing of like boys will be boys from a Christian perspective. Right. We we just culture seeping into the No, yeah, yeah. From yeah, it's definitely yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 
And, and so because of that, it's just like we we internalize that and we walk those things out. Mm-hmm. So that's also why you're not going to hear a whole bunch of people right. yell it out and scream it out from the pool because they're also getting these kind of things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so because even with the... Us, though, is close your lips. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but with y'all, it's that. Yeah, that's what's projected at us, though. When no, that's get, facts. You get, it happens, and that's not good. We, yeah, and it's not good. Lip gloss on hard Yeah, yeah, that is that is a that is an unhealthy unhealthy double standard, and it's horrible. And this is the thing too, because there was another passage, and I'll say this real quickly. But there was another passage I heard about, learned about. Everybody was pissed off with the lady that he slept with, and not him. After he just cheated on his wife. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And, and that pissed me off, too. You know, because I'm just like, yeah. And, and there was a situation that I know with a friend of mine recently. She got sat down mm. while the dude's still doing his thing in the church. And I'm just like, y'all don't see this as a problem? Perception, man. Perception it, and how to keep seats filled. But, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I feel like we definitely had some great talks. Discipleship. Uh, Smoke session was more of a discussion <laughs> session. So, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to the discussion. You That's know, um, if anybody does, you know what I'm saying? It. Everyone just bring some smoke. No. Oh, oh. We definitely ready for all of that. But I do appreciate the fact that we had a great time. You know, we still figuring this whole podcast thing out. We're going to have three good mics next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having juice next time. Niggas. But uh, this has been another episode of... All right, then, niggas. Don't mess with the song, bro. This is this is this is pub. That's the that's the that's the pub. She paying us? So it's not pub. Another episode of Black Man Do Talk. You know what I'm saying? We talk overdue conversations from a black perspective. Yeah. Let's get it.